quiet around here because it's nighttime, which is the right time to record, I guess. How's it going, eh? It's going okay. Uh, very tired. Very it's a crazy, crazy work day. It's time for Thanksgiving time. Mm-hmm. Here on It's Just Called Two Brothers. Right. On Brothers, it's just called Two Brothers. Mm-hmm. Time for Thanksgiving time. <laughs> Are we doing an all palindrome show? It <laughs> may end up that way. That would be tough. Yeah. Tough be with that wood. No, I'm I'm wiped. I'm out of it. I can't, uh, I can't properly function yet. Mm-hmm. What the blurg is happening? Mm-hmm. That's uh, the, this is it, just the usual. The usual on a very special Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> of a very special episode. Marcus learns all that glitters isn't gold. <laughs> but you know, I've learned something today. You see, the basis of all reasoning is the mind's awareness of itself. What we think, the external objects we perceive, are all like actors that come on and off stage. But our consciousness, the stage itself, is always present to us. <laughs> I was coming home the other day and reminiscing came on, you know, the tune by Little River Band. Mm-hmm. Which we've shared on this very show. Wait, reminiscing? Wait, yeah. We have? Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay, well, never mind. Cut, cut, cut my music. Obviously not. Oh. Well, okay, I, I cut that music sure then. Uh, damn. I didn't realize that was... Yeah, you totally shared it um, a few dozen shows ago. Huh, how weird. I sort of remember talking about Little River Band versus The Little mm-hmm. River Band, but yeah. I don't remember... Well, oh well, the memory's going, folks. Yes, it's all. I think we'll leave that in. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. Maybe we'll put <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> reminiscing will be uh, our outro, <laughs> right? Yeah, sure. I remember when I shared reminiscing. <laughs> That's a good tune. I want to share it again. Yeah. Insert clip of the previous. <laughs> just splice yeah. it in <laughs> from the, from our actual show share. Uh, I did find out something, uh, a couple things new about it that I didn't know before. Oh. Graham Goebel, who wrote it, said he, it took him like half an hour mm-hmm. to write. Yeah, it was uh, just in the moment, and boom, right. cranked it out. But uh, the other thing I, I learned was uh, Bob Veneer was the trumpet player who did the solo on there. He's an Australian trumpeter. Mm-hmm. He's been uh, gigging down there in all forms of uh, recording in Australia for, I don't know, 40 years. And oh, he's an excellent player. Oh, I see. <laughs> um, it, it, and then, sort of rabbit hole of looking at his stuff uh, led me to a new manufacturer of instruments called Tembi, T E M B Y, Tembi.com. Okay. Um, not affiliated with it's just called Two Brothers. And uh, they there's a guy, um, David Tembi, I want to say, who runs the place since the early 90s. He was a multi-instrumentalist and composer, teacher, etc. Okay. He was basically uh, kind of irked with his students playing on substandard instruments, so he decided to make his own. Sure. <laughs> he As started with saxophones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> started with saxophones and got a, um, a manufacturer in Taiwan, <clears throat> build stuff to his specifications, and then yeah. when they, they send them back to, to him at his shop, and he uh, play tests everything and, you know. Right. Sell, sells them out, but started with saxophones, and now he's got a full range. He he, he did saxes and then flutes and then uh, trumpets, mm-hmm. all pro level student and pro level stuff. Yes, yeah. pretty reasonable prices for a pro level uh, trumpet. So I was impressed. 
He's got some good good folks endorsing him hmm. from down there. So good huh. luck to him. <laughs> yes, indeed. Not that he necessarily needs it. He seems to be doing well. Sure, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Not from this show. Yeah. <laughs> How about your music share? Well, this th- came up on the release radar, I think, which, as I've mentioned, at Spotify, uh, they throw things on there that I don't necessarily follow that band, but it's maybe sim- so similar to this other band. I like, they go, I'm pretty sure. You'll want this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you'll want to yeah. know about this new thing by this band. So, right. uh, they're a band called Mo. Mo, Mo, Mo. Bar, are you going to mow the lawn today? Okay, but you promised me more money. I mow, I mow. Mo, Mo. They often stylize it lowercase M O E period. Lowercase Mo, yes. just like that. So, that's the band. They've been around for a long time. Since '89, uh, hmm. so uh, just uh, in, the, in solidly in the jam band tradition, uh, the Grateful Dead, the Fish, and so forth, mm-hmm. Allman Brothers. All right, they can take one of their six-minute songs and stretch it out to twelve, or a three goes to nine yes. in this case, maybe <laughs> easily. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. They seem to have. Um, well, I was going to say some jazz influence, but jam band makes it mm-hmm. more clear. Yeah, you know, everybody takes solo. Right. They build. Yeah, and they can. They basically do the tune. And then yeah. just jam. Yeah, yeah. And then do a long jam. And then you do the close of the two. Wrap it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. In the middle, it could be any number of solos and any number of any number of solo bars. <laughs> you're like you like you look over at the I don't know. I guess it's usually the guitar player, or lead singer, or both, right? In Fish and uh, Grateful Dead, both. They, and they'll just go like, No, keep going, man. Take another, mm-hmm. take another eight bars. And you'll be like, alright. Yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking these thoughts for a couple of years. There's a song that got wrote. It still makes sense. The end of an era or the end of the week. All I know for sure, I don't know anything. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. I'll keep singing myself as I drive into the sun It keeps me company It never does wrong It fills up the days, it fills up the nights It runs through my head It keeps me company It keeps me company It keeps me company Leave the stage when, oh crap! What's the, what's the drummer? Denim, uh, 
John Bonham. Uh, Bonham mm-hmm. uh, would would do his solo on Bonham some Zoe. particular, <laughs> yeah. and the rest of the band would just leave and go backstage and have a yeah. take a break, right. do some coke yep. or whatever they would do. But that's what every band does now <laughs> when the drum solo happens. That's their chance. <laughs> I'm totally serious. Guitar solo and yeah. drum solo both. They'll uh, the other members just go take it easy for a second. <laughs> they take a breather. Mm. Well, take a, taking a breather is one thing, but mm-hmm. leaving the stage mm-hmm. <laughs> and then eventually getting a call to come back. Yeah. <laughs> not even, you know, not even uh, paying attention to what's happening up there. Hey. It was less common it, for sure in that time. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. there still were people like Ginger Baker who could potentially go on forever, Bill Bruford. But yeah, it became, I think, even more so because it became um, a thing. It became a trope that you had Uh, to signpost uh, during your show. Just like Mm -hmm. you had to do at least two encores and maybe three, Mm -hmm. regardless of how much they wanted the show. Exactly. So they're they're just the drum, the endless drum solo was it just became a staple, like the endless guitar solo. Everybody had to have their Eddie, <laughs> who would who would just wail away for ten minutes in the middle of the whole yeah. set. But, All right, Neil Peart comes to mind. Yes, and he definitely was influenced by John Bonham. Yeah, uh, he did. He yeah. did admire. Oh, so let me ask you this. Um, I think it was the Rio tour mm-hmm. that I saw um, where they would, they were putting up, you know, all animations and so forth. Up in yeah. the, was he triggering those or was he playing to them? Uh, Do you know I what I mean? I don't remember the specific thing you mean. Yeah, you know, like a bunch of cartoon mm-hmm. clips. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he was playing with some audio loops mm-hmm. that went along with it. And oh. I was wondering if he triggered the loops that were also part of the animation or don't, was that all I don't know. ready set and he was playing along? Oh, I don't know. It's been a long time since I saw Rio, so I'll have to go look. Mm. Hmm. Okay. I have my project. <laughs> hey, look at you. Uh, not that you need a reason to n- uh, I suppose not. <laughs> investigate some rush yeah, stuff. Yeah, I suppose not. <laughs> if you would like to investigate a message <laughs> to us, see, I really shouldn't do those. I shouldn't do those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, if you'd like to get down deep in the weeds... <laughs> You can send an email to bros at it's just called two brothers.com. If you use Twitter, you can tweet, tweet at us at IJC2B. There we go. Uh, you need to. Now I need to go digest. <laughs> yeah. I need to. We uh, should put the, the clip of John Cleese as Anne Elk with her theory on dinosaurs. <laughs> on, Bront- on the Brontosaurus, specifically, I guess. Do <laughs> you remember the throat clearing? Um, no. Ahem! <laughs> <laughs> It's getting more ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Continuing to go on. (laughs) They don't call the Brontosaurus that anymore, right? It's a Patasaurus? A Patasaurus. I think they... They call it a Patasaurus. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, And they split uh, something into something else. I don't remember now. Oh, jeez, I gotta stop recording.